Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Hello, everyone. I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And we're here today uh, on our podcast. We're going to talk to you today about some of the operating systems that are in sunset, meaning that they're not going to be supported by Microsoft or Apple anymore. So you should be aware of that. And also, we're going to talk today about a new app that's become available called Chat. GPT and this AI app or it's a, it's a chat bot and it's based in artificial intelligence and for all intents and purposes this is going to people are acting like this is going to change the world <laughs> and it could be helpful to you and we'll talk about that as well but first let's get to the uh, sunset operating systems, Mike? Well, sure. Well, what happens is, over time, all of our technology devices become obsolete over time. And most of that obsolescence is planned obsolescence. The manufacturers of these products have a good idea as to how long they want these devices to last. Because if they made them to last for like 10, 15 years, they wouldn't make any money. So typically, when they make these products, they have a three to five year life cycle. But the most important thing that limits their life cycle is the operating system of all these devices. Because basically everything that we talk about for the most part are computers. They all have CPUs and operating system. And the things that make these devices obsolete is the operating system. Now, for computers that we typically use, and they're basically Windows-based computers, the operating system that's important that's out there now is Windows 11. And also a lot of devices have Windows 10. But what has happened, there are other versions of Windows that's still out there. And even though the device is still functioning and working well, the most important thing is that there are security risks and upgrades that need to be addressed. And those older versions of the operating system can't handle them. You won't be able to interact with new printers, new phones, new cameras, and any other host of devices that the drivers that make those devices work with the computer are obsolete. So right now, Bruce, as we were talking about before that you encountered already, you worked on a computer that had Windows 8 on it. And, uh, well, that's called Sunset, <laughs> okay? Right. They're not supporting Windows 8 anymore. And if you use your computer, and if you go into, for example, in Google or other applications, you will get a message saying that this particular application is not gonna be supported with this older version of the operating system. Now, it hasn't, it's not, Total. In other words, if you have an old computer and it's running Windows 8 or, or earlier, 
and you're using it to go on the internet and uh, look on social media or uh, text message or you get your email, it, your computer is still going to work for that. So you don't have to trash the computer if you don't want to. Uh, but there will be some things coming in the future that your operating system won't account for unless you know how to install uh, different applications without the uh, the operating system. What do they call the things that you use for your printer? You just drivers. Drivers. Right. Unless you can install your own drivers. Sometimes you can find the drivers that you need for a particular mm-hmm. uh, printer device, or yeah. anything mm-hmm. else, older device. But you have to know how to handle that and install them. Right. And if that if requires you, a skill set that a lot of people don't have. have. Right. And if you have Windows 8, like I said, it'll still work for you if it's connected to an old printer already that was working. It will continue to work. But you're going to get messages from Microsoft that say that they're sunsetting Windows 8. But you don't have to get afraid. That doesn't mean your computer is going to stop working. Well, it'll still work, but the most important thing is are the security risks. Right. That's the one thing that's prevalent in all of this is that they're not going to spend a lot of energy and resources of trying to secure an operating system that the user base is decreasing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, so that might be a concern at times. But if, like I said, if you're just using it to look at your email or go uh, on the or internet. Or looking at pictures and playing music. Right. It's not, a, it's not right. really a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's just that what they're telling you is it's time to go buy a new computer. Right. <laughs> or if you want to keep that particular device around, just limit your usage on the internet. Right. Like, like I said, if you're looking at pictures and photos, listening to music, got some old files that you keep for something treated with a, a word processor or a spreadsheet that you still use regularly for some type of organization that doesn't require a connection to the internet, you're fine. Yeah. But if you start to go on the internet, often with these old devices, you're looking for trouble. I'm just being honest. You're looking for trouble. So, just take heed. Some of the other, uh, what is it, Apple? Yep. Their Mac OS. With their laptops and desktops. And what are they moving to? Well, they're now moving from, uh, well, right now, what they call Mojave, which is Mac OS 10.14. That's now being updated to uh, Mac OS 13, and it's called Ventura. So, if you have a laptop or a desktop, Apple computer, you should be running the Mac OS 13 Ventura operating system. Because here again, the Mojave Mac OS 10.14 is, is in sunset. They're no longer offer, offering any security updates. And here again, if you buy newer devices to attach to these newer computers, Apple computers, they may not run. The drivers are obsolete. Uh, if you have a tablet, an Apple tablet, uh, iPad OS, uh, right now, I think we both just updated our tablets to uh, 16. Correct. And, uh, and, and 15 still works. But anything that's operating system 14 and under is no longer supported by Apple. You're not going to get the security updates. And if you're paranoid like I am, that is something that you need to be concerned about <laughs> because we'll have another story later on in our podcast that talks about security. And unbeknownst to us and it's really kind of frightening, but we'll talk about that later. But here again, you can go into your systems, your settings, you look at system updates, 
and you can see the version of the operating system for your software. Right. And that's whether it's Apple or Android or whatever, you can always go and check to see if you're running the latest operating system. Now, at some point, they'll say you've got the latest operating system and you're not going to get any future updates. And if it's no longer supported by that organization, you need to consider getting a newer device because you will run into potential problems of one, this overall functionality of the device, and two, the security risk that goes with it. Right. And it's, and most of us use our tablets and phones, et cetera, on the internet. So that's where you will run into a security problem, usually is when you're on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you want to have as much protection as possible. And all of them, Apple, Microsoft, Android, they... The hackers and people that get into this computer's world, they will often find ways to go and get into people's computers through back doors. Yeah. And the companies that make the operating systems, Apple, Microsoft, Android, etc., periodically they do things to their operating mm -hmm. systems to prevent that, to lock the door so nobody can get in the back door of your computer. And that's why you see periodically, we're going to send you an upgrade, mm -hmm. put this upgrade on your laptop or your tablet or your phone. And that's what that is about. But again, the device will still work. Yeah. Okay. You're just taking a little bit more risk and it may be time to get a new device that's working on the newer operating systems. Uh, so that you can stay with the upgrades and and stay up on the, the security upgrades that they will send you on the new device, because that does prevent a lot of problems. Oh yeah, and uh, I failed to mention Android. This new Android 13 is a new operating system for Android. Uh, here again, they still support 12. Android 12 and 11, right. but 10 and under no support. support. Right. So just be mindful of that. So if you have an old phone that's running on the 10 operating system. Or, or lower. Or lower, then you Even, probably want to start looking, especially a phone. Yeah. Because well, yeah. the that's phone is, is the item that you use yeah. most often. It's always connected over the air or if you're on 4G, 5G. Mm -hmm. So you're always connected. Yep. Outside of the phone, I mean, that's what the phone does. I mean, it's, and your location is usually on, right? Okay, so you want to make sure that you can keep your phone as secure as possible. So you want to make sure you want to make sure that you have the latest operating system because they have controls in that upgrade that will prevent right. some of the hackers that are doing things to get into people's devices. Yeah, it's like a game. <laughs> Cat and mouse. Right. The hackers All figure out a way long. to do something, yeah. and then One Microsoft comes with an upgrade to stop the hacker from doing what they just figured out how to do. Right. So they're going back and back forth. Door, yeah. It never stops because, like I said, people find it challenging. And that's their business. Right. To overcome. Compromising systems. Right. That's their job. And so, you know, you have to be aware of that. But again, when you see those messages from Microsoft or from Apple that say, uh, I mean, sometimes they come up on people's computers like some type of uh, virus almost. Exactly, yeah. This flashing light. <laughs> uh, this this uh, system won't 
yeah. be supported anymore as of certain date. And it makes people afraid because they think their computer is going to shut down. Right. Well, it's not going to shut down. You'll still be able to use it. It's just that they're telling you it might be time to start thinking about a newer machine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially for mobile devices like tablets and phones, a lot of either the stores or the manufacturers themselves have what's called trading programs. Right. So it's not worth the money you paid for it, but it's got some residual value that you can cash in and get some type of coupon or whatever so you can apply it to your new device. So just be mindful of that. That the, some of them do have value, we can upgrade to a newer one. And now on to Chat GPT. <laughs> and what's GPT stands for? Generative. Uh, I, I stick forgot. with GPT. Keep it simple. <laughs> it's another acronym. It's that, another acronym. <laughs> <laughs> but that, when we tell you what it is. It still won't mean anything to you. <laughs> but it's an AI product, artificial intelligence, that allows you to interact with a computer somewhat like you're interacting with another person. In other words, you can type in a request or speak a request. The AI will pick it up. It has access to the entire internet, all of the data, all of the information that might be on the internet or in the Library of Congress archives, yeah. <laughs> or archives, this application will have access to all that data. And that's what they do. They feed the application data so that it's available. You ask a question and it comes back with an answer, a very detailed answer, I might add about whatever you asked it. And this chat GPT is by a company called OpenAI. The product was just made available to the public in November uh, 2022. And since it has been made available, they have, I don't know how many millions of it's users already. everything that's been made to date. Right. It got more users in two months than Google or anybody else got in a years. year. Right? Okay? Yeah. So this application is extremely popular and a lot of the experts, especially academia, have forecasted that it will eliminate jobs and, and change the way we interact with uh, digital machines. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, it's, it's, right now, it's a lot of, there's a frenzy about this particular product. They had a commercial already with, it's an actor that owns a phone company or is part owner of a phone company. I can't remember the actor's Ryan, name. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And he he's a part owner in Mint. And he actually did a commercial where he was telling you that ChatGPT wrote the the narrative for the commercial and he just read to you what chat gpt wrote and basically all he did was say write a commercial for mint mobile which is a phone company that has so and so and so and so this ai artificial intelligent chat bot wrote a one page <laughs> commercial 
and it hit all the elements that he asked it to talk about. So for different activities like that, me, Mike and I have talked about it being something that you could use, say, if you have to write a report or a book report or anything, or you're, you're a writer and you're mm -hmm. going to write a story. Well, you know how people get writer's block? I know I used to get writer's block all the time. It would take me forever to get started on an assignment. Especially in a book report that I didn't read the book. Right. Well, that, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but it would take forever just to get started. Well, you could use this chat bot and say, write me a story about or a narrative or an essay about this, that, or the other. And it'll come back to you with several paragraphs. You can even tell it how many words. You can say, M write me a 500-word mm -hmm. essay on some subject. It'll write the essay for you. Now, you're not allowed to take that and just turn it into your teacher. That's some students have done. <laughs> That's already. a problem that they're already concerned about. But it will get you started. Okay? If you know how to look at that and say, well okay, this, this is a good place for me to go or I want to I make this story go in another direction. But it eliminates the writer's block problem. Right. And the fact of the matter is, as this Bruce talks about this artificial intelligence, it's something that we're using already in a variety of forms. For example, some of you may have uh, some Amazon Echo products, like the Dot and the Shell and what have you. Well, that's artificial intelligence when you act or talk to Alexa, asking about the weather, the time of day, uh, you know, what's the fastest way to get to a particular location. That's all artificial intelligence is working on your behalf. Uh, Apple has Siri that does that. Uh, Android has Google. Uh, Facebook has Portal. So these are all artificial intelligence-based products that help you get information, that help you navigate how you keep lists or or just calendar at home, all that good stuff. Well, chat does the same thing, but it's on steroids. It really does a deep dive to coalesce a multitude of resources to give you what you need. Now, the extra good part about this is that because it is what we call a natural language environment, you don't have to be as structured when you talk to it to get information that you need. A lot of people struggle with how to word a statement to get information out of these devices. But here again with ChatGBT, chat it's a little bit more forgiving. Now, you may not get the results that you want, so what that means you have to reword your request. And it's okay because here again, there's no extra charge for asking the same question differently over and over again. And as you do that, you'll see that the text that it brings back to you is going to be similar but add more stuff to it based upon how you structured your request. But uh, this, and you say to yourself, well, how is this going to impact on me? What's, what's going to happen here? So I can tell you right now, all the big dogs that make all the money in the world are going to be running towards ChatGBT to provide a multitude of services for you, especially when you talk about customer service. One of the biggest industries that's going to be using ChatGBT is going to be the financial services, the banking. You know, uh, when you call into a phone and try to get information, they're not using artificial intelligence. We're using technology called an interactive voice response system, and these things have what's called pre-programmed menus. And so they're very defined, they're very limited as to what they can give you. You know, when you call the bank up, you can ask for your last transactions, your balance, 
and you know verify whether the check number is cleared or something like that. But with ChatGPT, it'll be a lot more interactive. So you can just simply say what you want. It'll get straight to the issue you're looking for very quickly without being cumbersome of for this, press one, for this, press two. And by the time you get to eight or nine, you forgot what one, two, and three was all talking about, okay? So it's gonna make those kind of systems very redundant. They're actually archaic because here again, with the artificial intelligence of ChatGBT, you'll be able to get to an answer much sooner than later. And that's a good part about it. So you'll be less frustrated because you know sometimes in the menu choices that you have, none of them address what you need. You go, wait a minute. I didn't hear what I'm looking for in the choices. So now you're going to hit O for operator, and you know where that's going to take you. <laughs> Nowhere, okay? And you'll just wait and hear some music. For hours, okay? <laughs> right. Oh, and what that uh, GPT stands for. Uh-oh, here we go. Is Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. See, now you know what it is. Right, now you know, right? <laughs> But, <laughs> Our work here is done. <laughs> but the uh, what the the key word here is pre-trained in that GPT, <laughs> and what that means is what I was talking about. They have taken this app, taken this application, and fed it all of this data. It has access to it. Yes, to a ton of data. I mean, eventually, and I think they're in version three now. That's yeah, the I one know. that they came oh, out with. Yeah, mm-hmm. They expect that in version four, which will be out probably That's in the how, middle I think of the more year. It just came out. Just oh, it did? They okay. did release it. They did release it. Version four has mm-hmm. 500 times more data. Right. So, <laughs> keyword is 500 times, times more, more data. data. Right. So, the, available to yeah. it when you ask it a question. So, eventually, you will have these uh, AI chat, AI bot, chat bots installed in your robots that are going to be coming mm-hmm. very shortly and that's what's going to make it seem like the robot is talking to you interactively like the vacuum cleaner that's on your floor is going to be talking to you right about where should i go next mm-hmm. did i do a good job right <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's what this is headed toward oh yeah and like i said as far as the type of job skills that it can either assist in or eliminate they're talking about writers people that write content uh also the chat bot can also program right so you can ask it to write a program in jsoc which is a programming language Mm -hmm. and it'll to maybe do a, a number generator right and that app will actually write the program for you write the code write the code mm-hmm. and and or you can use it to debug code that you wrote right so you can put in copy and paste your code that you wrote for in in uh python or some other coding language you can put it in the chat G- chat gpt and it will tell you, it will debug that program for you and tell you where you made mistakes. So it's a boon to programmers. It's going to be a boon to coders. And I keep using programmer. It's, it's coder nowadays. And uh, for customer service. Yes. Like when Mike was talking about the bank. Good. Most of your interactions now are going to be with chatbots and not people. But you won't 
sometimes you won't even know that you're not talking to a person because they'll have the chat GPT AI talking back to you and because it is so interactive, it'll seem like you're talking to another person. And you're going to see, here again, I go oh, back to the financial services institutions, uh, like banking, uh, insurance companies, investment organizations, you know, uh, brokerage firms, things like that, because they want to get rid of that, that first line personnel that you interface with, because that's, they, they require a lot of people and they're trying to minimize their payroll costs. And so they're going to spend the money in technology to offload those people off the, off the payroll. It's, it's just going to happen. There are already bank locations now where there are absolutely no people there. Uh, basically, they got a couple of ATM machines and they got a couple of rooms, private rooms you go into and use your bank card to access these rooms and you go over and close the door behind you and it's locked and that starts your inter interaction with an avatar. Uh, it will not provide you with all the services you've grown accustomed to but they'll provide at least 8% of what you're growing accustomed to. And they'll always have those unfortunate locations in downtown, wherever you are, that you have to drive to to get specialized services. But for the run-of-mill services of basically uh, transferring money from one account to another account from different banks or making withdrawals, uh, getting all kinds of letters produced, it will be done through those avatars at these locations. And here again, there are no people there. Right. And here again, you're going to start to encounter these things sooner rather than later, later because the way you interact with this, this technology on the phone is going to be completely different. Like I said, most of the time, it's an interactive voice response system. That's going to go away of the dinosaur. It's over. It's going to be chatbots and artificial intelligence that's going to be guiding whether you call them a transportation company to get information about the airlines or trains or buses, all that stuff's gonna get impacted by this. Yeah, and the overall name is for chat GPTs, they're, they're called chat bots. And that's a, just a, putting a, the word chat together mm -hmm. with robot. Mm -hmm. And with regard to seniors and people my age, the ability to understand complex requests, that's what the chatbot can do. It'll make it easier for us to access services such as healthcare. When you call to make a doctor's appointment, you'll probably be mm -hmm. talking to a chatbot. And that chatbot will have access to the doctor's schedule so he can put you, schedule you in for that doctor without even ever talking to a human being. Okay. So you'll be scheduling your appointments through that. You'll be able to find out available transportation options through the uh, chatbot. Uh, hear any information about your retirement benefits or your uh, your medical Medicare benefits. All of that information, if you make a phone call, will not be going to a person. It'll be going to a chatbot. And eventually, once these chatbots are installed in these different areas, in these different agencies, it should increase the speed at which you'll be able to get to the information you need. You don't really care if it's a person telling you as long as they're giving you the information you need. 
the ability for the chat bot to understand and respond to human language means that seniors will no longer have to navigate confusing websites mm -hmm. or deal with lengthy, lengthy phone calls in order to access the services they need. So in other words, what Mike was talking about where you, you call up and it's a uh, hit number one to go to this, hit number two to go to that, and sometimes you don't know if number two is actually really is what you're looking time. for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll all go away when you're using an AI chatbot. So it again, what we talk about here at Tech Connect are things that will improve your life as you live it now. Okay. I know we all have a past. <laughs> but we're through that. Yeah, that's, that's now we're in the present and we're going into a future. So these are the things that we have to be aware of because they can improve your life. They can make it easier for you to manage your life, to get around, to uh, make appointments and uh, call in to get services for different things. So you should be aware of how that's happening and get ready to take advantage of it. Don't be afraid of it, just take advantage of it. I'm laughing because the one thing that you won't encounter with these technologies is an attitude. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> You'll be frustrated, you'll have the attitude. Right. But chatbots are not gonna share that with you. Right. It's gonna be neutral throughout the entire process and it won't get tired, it won't get frustrated, no matter how many ways or how many times you ask the same question, it's going to respond to you accordingly. Right. And if you curse it, it's, not it's really going to respond not. to you the same way it did before. Exactly. So, <laughs> so find a family member to take it out on. Right. Take it out on the kids or grandkids. Yeah. When you take it out on the chat, but it won't really, it won't care it at all. It doesn't care. Okay. So we just wanted to make everyone aware of this because it's here. Like I said, we've already, uh, I've already installed the program on my computer. It's not a program. I mean, it's in the cloud. Mm -hmm. But I've already uh, signed up for to use it because they were giving the public free reign to use mm -hmm. this application just so they could get feedback. Well, one of the first things I did with it was I just typed in, write a story about Bruce. That's all I put. It came back with eight paragraphs of a made-up story about some person named Bruce who became a superhero and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, now, of course, it didn't know anything about Bruce. I didn't give it any information. But it just came up with a story about Bruce that is kind of relevant to, the day, to today because of the Marvel comics and the superheroes. and In fact, I think I became a superhero by touching some r glowing rock. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I had superpowers and I went around and helped people. And This is all in this story that the chatbot wrote. So, like I said, it, it could help people with getting over writer's block uh, because you could say something like I did, write a story about Bruce, and here we go on this tangent, this whole story that it wrote just because I told it to do that. Yeah, well... It did get a little more scary because when we start to put more specific information about Bruce, about the zip code, <laughs> education, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is right. and work experience, the story was a little bit, hmm. Yeah. How did it know that? Right. So, yeah. So, the more specifics you can add to your request, 
it becomes a little bit more accurate as to how it's going to come back with information for you. Yeah. Now, right now, it seems to be, it seems to block any request that for you make stuff. about yeah. a person, a particular person. person. Yeah. So it, it's not going to necessarily go out and give you all the information about Bruce yeah. when you asked it to. It gives you a wink, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you're a famous person, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're famous in the public eye. Like I mean, Beyonce. Right. Oh, you're going to get a story. You could get a story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, because a lot of her information is already public, on the internet yeah, right. and it's public information. And if, as long as it's public information, it can give it back to you. So this is where we're at. It's a brave new world. Just get ready for it. And like we say at Tech Connect, if it's technology, don't be afraid of it. Use it to your advantage. So right. that's all we're talking about here. That's all we ever want to talk about. Uh, that's the only reason we do research on all of this stuff. We're trying to tell you that it's coming. It can help you. Use it. Oh, yeah. It's here. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's going to get more prolific, more powerful. Right. In fact, they're saying that ChatGPT could put Google out of business. Right, in two years. In two years. Because instead of uh, asking Google for information about something and they show you a lot of websites or whatever, right. when you ask ChatGPT, it'll give you the information. Yeah. Okay. Do uh, you have any other th anything else, Mike? Uh, no, I think that's enough. I think we scared our audience enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or frustrated them more. Right, right. Now we gotta learn some new, more fangled stuff here. Yeah. I just I'm tired of all this change. But Mike and I will be starting up again on our presentations to senior homes, etc. Mm -hmm. So we'll be coming around with a technology immersion program and we'll tell you more about that in the future. But uh, we're starting up on that again. Well, we'll be there to give a presentation to uh, you and your fellow, uh, the people that live with you or live <laughs> in the same complex. And uh, because you should be able to, uh, we want you to be able to touch and feel some of the right. things we talk about. Okay, so till the next time, uh, we're going to sign off now. Okay, take care. Okay, folks, another piece of information that we failed to tell you earlier is our contact information. You can reach Tech Connect, that's T-E-C-H-C-O-N-E-C-T, -E -E Tech Connect, and you can reach us by phone at 484-918-0158. Once again, that's 484-918-0158, or by email, and the email address is techconnect. 720 at gmail.com. That's T E C H C O N E C T 720 at gmail.com. So we invite you to get in contact with us and uh, so we can assist you with what your needs are. And thank you.